Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening in to the first ever Teens for Talk podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Ramirez. I'm the Teens for All founder slash executive director, and I'm 16 years old and a sophomore in high school. Today, I'm joined with Peggy Thompson and Audrey Arizmendi. Hi, I'm Peggy Thompson, the co-host of Teens for Talk, and I'm a sophomore in high school, and I'm 15. Hi, I'm Audrey Arizmendi. I'm the director of communications here at Teens for All, um, and I am 16 and currently a junior. So today we're going to be talking about um, a few current events, including the Capitol Hill storming and the Protect the Arctic petition. And then we will also be talking about how Teens for All started and talking to Audrey about um, self-care. So Xavier, if you want to talk about like, how did you get the idea to start Teens for All or why did you start Teens for All? Yeah, um, so I started Teens for All basically because I wanted to create a platform that like basically to my knowledge had not really been done before. And also I'm very passionate about social justice, female empowerment and mental health, um, especially as well as climate awareness because all these issues are very important in today's society. And they are like prominent issues in today's society but they still are issues in the past that still need to, that are like still need to be changed and focused on. So like by me starting Teens for All, I feel like I'm making some change or at least providing a space for people to express themselves or be a part of something bigger than themselves because I've like, in my experience, I never really experienced that with anything else. So just like being a part of a team, you know, just working with like-minded individuals, I feel like it's a good outlet for teens who are feeling alone, even during the, like, especially during the pandemic and, you know, just providing um, a sense of community. And for those who are either new to the website or just listening to the podcast, what should they know about Teens for All and what we're about or what yeah, so, provide? Yeah. Um, so Teens for All, our four main like topics are social justice, mental health, um, climate awareness, and female empowerment. Um, we allow everyone and we encourage it for everyone to apply to join. Um, you can find all our applications on the join us section of our website. Um, and like I mentioned, we um, do allow everyone to apply and we are a, like a big old family as I like to call it. Um, and we always support each other, um, but yeah. Okay, well, that's it for our introduction. So now we can get into the Capitol Hill storming. Okay, um, so today um, we're gonna be talking about the Capitol Hill storming. Um, so what happens, uh, it occurred on January 6th and Pro-Trump um, protesters stormed the joint session of Congress in hopes to overturn the election for um, now ex-President Trump. Um, earlier that morning, um, Donald Trump held a rally encouraging all of his supporters to basically never stop fighting and that uh, he won the election. So Peggy, um, how do you think like these words inspired the protesters or like what like effect did it have on them, you think? Um, I mean, they're already very determined to get their point across. So him saying, don't stop they kind of just went with it and used this as fuel to as we saw later break into the capitol building yeah and audrey like do you have anything to add or like have a different perspective on that honestly um i agree with peggy i feel like donald trump um holding a rally to encourage his supporters was really just the kind of like the cherry on top of a, the sunday it really tipped them over and almost gave them an okay to storm the Capitol. Um, yeah. Okay. And some just some more information or background about that. Um, it started at um, 2.13 p.m. 
um, and processors um, breached Capitol Hill. And then at 2.30, Vice President Mike Pence was evacuated from the Senate floor. And also occurring at that same time, members of Congress hid under their seats while like um, protesters stormed the building and like everything was getting thrown all over the place. And even some pit, like pictures surfaced of armed standoffs that occurred on the House floor. And like there's some videos that came up that in our research we found that protesters they broke in saying like Nancy Pelosi and stuff like that. So they broke into her office doing like her podium ravaging through her office and then finally like a whole hour later president trump or then president trump um tweeted asking people in the capitol to remain peaceful and just basically stating we are the party of law and order so we must respect the law and our great men and women in blue and this chaos lasted for several hours and at the end of the day four people had lost their lives which i think is shouldn't not even have happened um so peggy like what do you think should have been done to like prevent this from occurring um I think the president, the former president, could have stepped in during the chaos, during any time of the day, saying, maybe this isn't a good idea, but he didn't. And so we saw that this happened and that could have been prevented. And Audrey, like, what do you think like this effect has on like the legacy of the Trump administration? I just think that it's it's honestly, it was just a really poor decision on his end to encourage his already riled up followers um, to do something like this because it really didn't get their point across, at least in my opinion. It was just a very dangerous situation to put themselves in and also the people who work at the Capitol. Um, so I think it really taints the last couple of days that Donald Trump had in office. So yeah. Okay. And even like after the events, like the effects of the storming. Um, Trump got impeached for the second time, making him the first president to ever be um, impeached twice. And he also lost his Twitter account um, because Twitter said he incited violence. And another sad fact that the Confederate flag was like the Civil War that occurred over centuries, like a century ago, um, was brought into the Capitol, which had never been done before, even during the Civil War. So what I found most like astonishing was that it was brought into the Capitol the civil war has ended like a long time ago and people like lost their lives to prevent that from happening. And just like, so like easily for the protesters to get in just is crazy. Um, so any final thoughts, Peggy, before we continue on to protect the RJ petition? Um, nope, I think we covered it all. I just think that even though he's not the president anymore, we had the inauguration today, people are still wondering like, what does the second impeachment mean? He was impeached already. So <clears throat> does this mean that he can't be president again? Or does it mean that just it's kind of pointless now? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I think like, um, obviously you just go through the Senate, which is a 50-50 majority with the Democrats holding majority because now Vice Pre President Kamala Harris is the president of the Senate. So she basically is the tie-breaking vote. Um, but I mean, we never know like if the Senate will vote on it, if like some Senate Republicans will vote against um, now ex-President Trump. It's really just up in the air. Um, but I mean, all we can do is wait and see. Um, so now I'll let Peggy talk about the Protect the Arctic petition that she is basically bringing awareness to climate issues. Yeah, so <clears throat> just before the new year, a lot of videos came up on TikTok and Instagram about a petition to encouraging people to sign a petition to protect the Arctic. So of course, many of us, I think 
probably Xavier and Audrey saw this as well and signed it. And so after I signed it, I realized, oh, I should probably research this to know what I'm helping. So <clears throat> Protecting the Arctic is a website and they work to educate people and get them involved in the preservation in the millions of acres of the Alaskan refuge. So the letters, petition letters, were being sent to President Joe Biden to hopefully urge him to take action and stop the oil drilling that was gonna occur if the land was sold. So with the power of social media, they got, I think over 10 million letters, some even printed out in person and mailed in. So I think it's just pretty amazing that people could do that with just the power of social media. Yeah, so like, I mean, I'm just curious, like what in like your opinion do you think, let's say I wanna do more than just like share it on my Instagram bio or my Instagram story. Like, what do you think, um, like if someone's wondering like me, um, what would you say to them that to like, I don't know, make them be um, more involved. Yeah, I, I get it. Definitely it helps. Even putting it in your bio, posting your story, some people might just scroll past it, say, oh, whatever, that's pointless. It's never going to happen. But really, if you post it, 100 people see it, maybe 30, go take interest in it and sign the petition, that's 30 more people. And then hopefully they post it and share it and maybe 30 more people. So it really adds up even though you don't think about it. And even if there's, even if he never sees it, or even if he sees one letter, that could make a difference. And obviously it has, and it's going to hopefully be prevented. Yeah. Also, I think there, uh, there was some, like, I know Biden, when he was sworn into office today, he signed like 17 executive orders. So he like rejoined the Paris climate, um, I think it's called Accord, um, which, you know, the big focus um, in his presidency is climate awareness, which I think is very important, especially in today's day and age. And this cor correlates with the Protect the Arctic petition. Um, so Audrey, like, what, do you, like how successful or like, to what extent do you think like just reposting on like your story or Instagram bio does like? Um, I agree with Peggy. I think even though we may not realize uh, the difference that it makes, it does make a huge one. And I also think that continuing to educate yourself and do what Peggy did, um, research and research the petitions that you're signing and research the issues so you can understand more about them and you could be better equipped to advocate for them. I think that also makes a difference. And I just think, again, like what Peggy said, it's all about the power of social media. Um, we're incredibly lucky uh, to have social media, you know, like in our, with our generation and in our time, because information can be shared within seconds. And, you know, knowledge is, knowledge is power. And, you know, uh, yeah, so I just really think that it, it helps when you share things like this, because it reaches more people than, than it originally could have. Okay, thank you. Um, so now we'll go on to your interview, actually. Um, so today, um, Audrey, if you just want to just introduce yourself and just say what like your position does, and then we'll just ask you about some self care stuff. Yeah, okay, totally. Um, well, I'm the director of communications at Teens for All. And so I'm kind of like the head of the committee of communications and what the committee mainly focuses on is our organization's social presence so this includes but is not limited to website content um, updating and being active on our social media so we have an instagram account a tiktok account 
and a Spotify account, um, newspaper inquiries, and anything along those lines. Okay, cool. Um, so now we'll just like ask you some like self-care stuff. Um, so like, what is Teens for All doing um, that promotes self-care or self-kindness? Yeah, well, um, firstly, at Teens for All, we believe mental health is important and should always be prioritized. So we decided to promote, you know, this kind of idea that self-care is important, um, that we would have almost like an Instagram segment, like a Instagram story segment, where every Saturday we have this thing called Self-Care Saturdays, and we make a post that either inspires or gives ways for our followers um, to practice and learn more about self-care. So... Uh, what inspired you to first join Teens for All and then start Self-Care Saturday? Um, I think something that inspired me to join Teens for All and one of the biggest reasons is just what Teens for All stands for, um, which is, you know, uh, social justice, climate change, the things that Xavier previously mentioned. Um, those are issues and topics that I'm very passionate about. And so that was made the main reason why I wanted to be a part of this um, organization was to use my voice and to, you know, just make these topics, I guess, more heard or um, contribute to them being talked about. And as for the self-care Saturdays, um, honestly, quarantine and how I was feeling in quarantine is what inspired me to start these. It's been really hard these past couple of months, um, both mentally and physically on like personally, that's, it's just been hard. And so I know that if I'm experiencing these things, other people are too. Um, and I really just wanted to start Self-Care Saturdays to be there for other people, to be there for our followers and to remind them that, you know, we understand that these times are hard and that they should grant themselves grace and really make sure to take care of themselves. Okay. And finally, um, what, like, do, in your personal opinion, like, how do you define self-care? So, like, what is, like, some practices you do personally and what are some practices, like, like ranging from, like, lowest to highest? Um, well, honestly, it ranges from anything between taking a deep breath when I'm stressed, taking a moment to calm down, or having a full-on spa day. Um, I think my favorite form of self-care, or what I personally practice, is just taking a deep breath, kind of like a meditation, just taking a moment to really find my center and to be calm. Um, and it's been really helpful practicing self-care, and especially this little like meditation, taking a breath thing um, during the pandemic, because you know, with online learning and family issues and also just personal struggles, it life has been really stressful. So um, yeah, that is something that I personally do and that I recommend our followers to do is just to take a moment. You don't even have to do anything. Just take a moment and chill out for a bit. It makes all the difference. Okay, so, um, so that's all we have for our first ever Teens for Talk podcast. Um, we encourage you to come back every other Friday to come see our new podcast and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.